Hello and welcome to another episode of the Autos and Airways podcast. Today we are here with my friend Brandon Brooks. He is a local Cincinnatian, all around petrol head, great guy. He has a really cool collection. He has got, he's got some really cool cars. He also has his own podcast, which is called the Idiots Podcast. It is, at least in my opinion, the funniest thing I have heard in quite a long time. It's just him and his buddies talking about just crazy shit that's happened in the news. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the Bob and Tom way of doing things, but a little more uh, idiotic. And yeah, it, it's, it's hilarious. And you may or may not be on it soon. So. Mm. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, again, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. And um, yeah. start off, let's, uh, let's do the cars and bid segment. So, um, I know you choose yeah. those two cars. Uh, I'll go first. I'll go really quickly. Sure. I chose something sure. a bit different. So, what I chose here is a – here we go. Share screen. There we go. 2013 Mini JCW GP. So also known as the GP2, okay. the second generation of the John Cooper Works GP. And it's basically a mini track car. Um, now, they recently came out with the GP3, the current generation one. And I actually drove one and I was thoroughly disappointed with it. First of all, it's only available with an automatic, but it's not a good automatic. It's slow to shift. It's just, and it was just too track car really and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in a mini in the new one i've not driven the old one i've not driven this one but i know it's better because it's got a manual but yeah they were all finished in this gray with the graphics and these really cool looking wheels and these things made a little bit more horsepower these were like 200 uh, i don't remember it should say 211 horsepower 207 pound feet of torque stock now this one had some modifications to it and there's a dyno sheet that says this particular one is making 222 horsepower and 224 pound-feet of torque. But, yeah, as you can see, it's basically a mini, but it's it's stripped down. It doesn't have all of the luxury features that come in minis. And as you can see, once we get to the back at some point, come on, keep getting. Yeah, there we go. No seats. It has. there for practicality. Yeah, you have a giant bar there to uh, increase torsional rigidity. And you have a lot of cargo room, but it's only a two-seater. And it's yeah. not – minis aren't super practical to begin with, but so – Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can see this being useful for is, like, if you do the occasional track day, you don't want to spend a bunch of money on a track toy. Like, that makes sense, of course. Yeah. But like, when I think mini, I think practicality and a lot of fun and very economical um yeah back road bombing you know sunday drives that kind of thing yeah but um, i agree i think this is kind of unnecessary but it's cool yeah. you know it's, it's, cool. It's, it's cool but you know if for me a mini and i agree there this the current generation mini cooper s is one of the most fun cars i've ever driven um mm. it might not look like much but they really are fun to drive it's it's got oh, that yeah. classic british charm that yeah. other cars don't have even though this is the newest one is so bmw it still has that british charm um mm. i know you know all about that you of course have an f-type um mm. and but it's that's that's why i like these they just they have that thing that pretty much all british cars have that 
something special you just can't really put your finger on. It just makes them likable. Right. Yeah, they are very. Uh, they're not. They're just charming, I guess. Yeah, they're, about that. they're charming. They're in yeah. a way, kind of almost like British people. They can be very charming, yeah. or they can just be a complete yeah. dick. Um, right. Right. Depending and on how British much they like to drink. British cars can be a pain in the ass. That's, uh, that's what yes, they can. About, right? uh, speaking of which, my uh, Defender is currently in the shop right now because the um, module for the fuel pump went bad. Hmm. Um, nice. Computer. Yeah, computer. computers. I don't know exactly how it went bad. Maybe it got wet or something, but it's, uh, yeah, it actually, it completely crapped out on me when I was driving. I tried to get it to the dealer and I had to call roadside assistance. So now it, I guess it really is a true proper Land Rover now. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the full ownership experience of a, a Land Rover. You don't want to tie the car. Though, so. But you know what? I have, I have an extended warranty, so I'm not really concerned. Mm-hmm. They did not give me a loaner car, though. Really? Oh, yeah. What, did you make an appointment telling that? Or you just pop- well, they don't have any. They sold a lot of them. Last time mm-hmm. it was in, they gave me a loaner, but also it just showed up. And they didn't have any available. So mm-hmm. they might be able to get me one. Depend. I don't know how long it's going to take. Um, mm-hmm. If it takes more than a week, I'm sure they can probably get me a car. But right now, yeah. I don't need one. So it's it's all right. But we'll... Uh, yeah, it's like I took yeah, the J. I took the... Oh, well, I, had, I think about it. I had an appointment like in October. Mm-hmm. And I made the appointment in September. And it was like a month because I needed a loaner car. And I was like, yeah. no. oh, I didn't know. But uh, I was, you know, like it's going to be a while out. Probably that it was like it was about a month away for a lunar car appointment. And yeah, something came up like a day. I think it was like supposed to like downpour or something. I don't like driving that type of rain just because it's a pain in the ass clean. So I'm like, you know what? It's like not my daily. Like we're going to reschedule. And I'm like, ah, it'll be November. He's correct. So like the the, the next like available one was like late November. I was like a, like four or five weeks away, and. um I think I'm like it got really cold or rain or they salted the roads or something. I was like, nah, I was, I was doing next season. But the loaner car thing there is pretty tight. It's uh good luck in the loaner. It is. It is. And I know your F type is cool because it's the V8S, which is one year only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh when I was looking, I was like, man, well, first of all, the good thing is like I want to really drive a car. All drive ones are newer and more expensive. Like, all right, so it's cheaper anyway, so that's cool. Um, but that's not the car, kind of like the mini where I think like it's not a track toy. It can be. It does amazing on the track. I've done taking the autocross before and it was a blast. Um, but like that car is fun on the back road in the summertime. So some people buy those cars uh with all-wheel drive, a lot of client base wanted them to have all-wheel drive. So I think 20 Late 2015, they went to all-wheel drive for the R. They renamed the S to R and gave it 50 more horsepower, of course. And, you know, rear-wheel drive is, 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 you know, it's really, really happy. And I was like, all right, cool, it's perfect. That's what I want to hear. So yeah. that's what I went with. But, um, the all-wheel drive ones, there is a guy down in, like, Marymount, Indian Hill area. I keep seeing him all, all the time, driving back and forth. Uh, he has a blue, like, 16 F-type R. All wheel drive, he like everywhere, rain, snow, sleet, mm-hmm. everywhere. I'm like, okay, that that's where all drive makes sense for that car. Yeah. But for a fun car, for a rear wheel. Yeah, I agree. I think the rear wheel drive, I've driven the rear drive ones, they're great. I will say though, the all wheel drive ones are really good too, because 
I love Jaguar's all-wheel drive system. It's always rear-wheel drive until it. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't driven the all-wheel drive one yet, but every review and video I've seen, everybody's like, "Yo, this is like you, still a very rear-driven car." Yeah, you can get it. I mean, I have neighbors that have them. They've let me take it out before, and you can get it to slide. Um, once it once it does start sliding, it will. You can feel it send torque to the front, and uh, it will pull you out. It's not the hooligan that the rear-wheel drive ones are. But mm-hmm. they're st- they're still great, and, and it's it's my favorite car of all time. They're you know they look awesome. They're they're old now, but they're still really luxurious. The mm-hmm. the engine, the five liter V eight, is one of the best engines in my okay. opinion ever made. Um, yeah, much more reliable now than they used to be. And yeah, oh yeah, it, 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 it's my favorite car of all time. I mean, give me a British racing green F type R coupe, oh, tan yeah. interior. Just, it's, it, you know, they, is a 911 a better sports car? Yes. But it doesn't, like going back to that special something about a, it's, a 911 is not charming at all. They're so good. 911s are, they're like, they're very like uh, clinical, like the way they do everything. And like a 911 is good at everything. And like, you can't like, you can't really like hate 911 or you can't hate Porsche. Right. It's, they've done, but like when I drive 911, I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's fast. That eh, sounds right. Yeah, the interior is okay. But nothing like, there's no standout points, you know? And, uh, you know, people are like, oh, 911, you know, you compare it to like a, an SMRV Advantage or an F Type or whatever, Ferrari, Aroma. And like, oh, 911 This manual G Force is two tenths of a second quicker than 16. It's like, none of that matters. You're not, you're probably not drag racing it uh, if you are going to get beat. And if you're on a track, cool, but how often are you on a track? Like 99% of cars are right. on the road. So get something that's fun, that has character, you know, 0 to 60 and stuff and all that. Like as long as it's fast enough for you, that's cool. But um, just character. It has to have soul. It has to have a personality and yeah. be a little wild, a little crazy, a little stupid. Yeah. Um, but 911 is like, if you said 911 is good at everything. Mm-hmm. You can take them on a road trip. You can pick your school, a grocery um, yeah. you do and, and they're fast they're reliable all wheel drive and then you can see everything out of them and there's like no flaws but no. if it's flawless it's like what it's just fun right this? and the other thing also with f-types compared to a 911 they are incredibly mm-hmm. cheap oh I mean, yeah yeah the, yeah, the value in yeah. used ones well now it's a little bit of a different story but in mm-hmm. normal times used ones yeah. were even cheaper you could get a really nice used one for like 40 to 50 grand. Yeah. 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 That's the like, good option. But the mine's on a recent 2014. Like, if I'm saying that I paid for mine in 2018. Huh. So I'm like, all right, like they're kind of like, I think they're starting to like level out appreciation wise. But like I said, 911 is still like sky high. That's oh, yeah. Use 911, six yeah. figures. It's like, like a 4S with like 400 horsepower, 380 horsepower. Yeah. Right. It's boring. Yeah. So let's move on. So uh, you chose two cars for cars and bids. First one, mm-hmm. talk about this SL 600, which is beautiful. Yeah, that's, the, that's my kind of car right there. Drop top GT 10, interior black, blue green. Yeah. I, I could see you driving this thing, listening to like, you're a big Nelly fan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could see you like, yeah. Yeah, country grammar top off summertime. That's uh Honestly, Country Grammar is one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh, it's one of the best. Yeah. It's it's great. I mean, it's it's every time 
every time I'm in a Range Rover, I do feel like I have yeah. to play that song. <laughs> but it's only right. I don't. I'd say my favorite song off that album is probably EI. That's probably my favorite. But yeah, yeah, that's favorite uh, than that. Coach Graham, that's a great, great album. Legendary but you know, this, uh, I mean. That's just it. That is that is like quintessential peak '90s Mercedes. It's understated. It's timeless. It's like that. That car looks just as good right now. Did brand new on the showroom floor. Yeah. I mean, so black over tan is great too. This wood trim. I mean, look at the seats. I mean, they are the seat. The backrest is immaculate. The cushion's got a little bit of wear on it, but it's. It's a car that's what 23 years old. It's gonna have that. Yeah, it's damn near perfect. I mean, that thing is uh that it's like I don't like the, 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 uh, not that I don't like, I don't favor the current Mercedes generation over this kind of stuff. Or even early 2000s, 2010 Mercedes, I think was better and more interesting. Uh-huh. But this stuff especially was like over designed and beautiful, just everything was timeless. This was the end of when Mercedes was run by engineers and not accountants. Right, right. The second the CLA dropped, shit went like... Yeah, yeah that was... Uh, I get the CLA, but the new one's a lot better, but I honestly yeah. can't think... Everything that Mercedes makes now, I'm just not that big of a fan, with the exception... Yeah. I love the S-Class. I mean, the S-Class... You can't not love an S-Class. The, the S-Class... I saw some of those... I saw some of the other day that the S-Class... Is all things considered, everything S class is the best car in the world. It's the best car in the world. There are two cars that are more luxurious. That's what we'll through, I guess, the Maybach version of it or the old actual Maybox. Right. Uh, any Rolls Royce and the Bentley Flying Spur mm-hmm. and the, the uh, and so on. Those, those cars are more luxurious, right? but you could argue that they're too expensive and that they draw too much attention and that the maintenance might be too much. So even with those, those cars have three drawbacks in some people's minds. Mm-hmm. The S-Class has no drawbacks. No. Everything about it is perfect. The experience, it doesn't stand out really. If you know what it is, you know what it is. But 99% of the population is going to see a black sedan drive by and not think yeah. twice. Um, it's comfortable, it's fast, it's well-engineered. Everything, it's just perfect. It's the perfect car. It, yeah, S-Class is, and there's a reason. It's kind of this, you know... Cadillac was the standard of the world, but yeah, in yeah. reality, it's the S class. I mean, when you oh, see yeah. when a new yeah. S class comes out, every car in 10 years is going to have technology from that. Mm-hmm. Whenever a new S class comes out, that is literally a vision into the future. Because the S class yeah. was the first car, it was the first car to have ABS and airbags, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Tra- uh, traction control, traction stability um, control, uh, uh, radar cruise. Radar cruise, crumple zone, blind spot. Um, all just you can't even name them. There's like hundreds of patents, especially yeah. safety patents that were all debuted in the S class. It's like a yes. 1960. It's insane. And that's the thing. When you think of like the two cars that really kind of are the best of the best in, mm-hmm. in terms of just like something that's really kind of it's always gonna be a vision into the future, S class. And to a lesser extent, but still significant, the Range Rover. Yeah. If you, yeah. In terms of SUVs. Because Range yeah. Rover was the first SUV to have traction control, stability control, ABS, air suspension, all of that right. stuff. Right. The, the Range Rover was the one that 
like the whole the current market of like luxury crossovers and luxury SUVs and performance luxury cross all that shit was invented by Range Rover. Yeah. Like before Range Rover, it was you had a nice luxury sedan yeah. or sports car, or you had a truck or a truck based SUV. Or, and that was it. Maybe you had a grand wagoneer, but I wouldn't it call that a luxury. Closest, yeah. But if, I mean, fake wood paneling and plastic interiors really ain't, you know, luxury. Right, right. Uh, he claims they invented the luxury SUV, but come on, the grand wagoneer. I, yeah. No. Cool, cool car. I respect it, but yes. it's not uh, real luxury. In the new uh, one, not the same, but man, my God, have you been in the new one? No, I've seen plenty, plenty of pictures, and the inside looks amazing. It, I'll the be honest with you. The outside looks frumpy and uh, yeah. disproportionate. Yeah. I, so uh, yesterday I was at the Auto Expo downtown, and then I drove a Wagoneer uh, last month, and that is the by far the nicest American car I've ever been in. Really? Yes. You know what that's like? Yes. I, I, I genuinely think it is nicer than the new Escalade. Okay. I mean, everything you touch, everything you interact with is the highest quality. This is, this, you know, I said this on record before and I'll say it again. That thing is within 10% as nice as a Range Rover. That's like yeah. how close it is. And I would have never, impressive. ever expected anything like that from Chrysler. No, no, no. Uh, and especially I mean, out, of all, out of all places, Jeep. I could like, I, I figured like, if we're going to do something like that at that echelon, it would be like the Range Rover. Yeah. They could pimp it out and make it a nice, a nice uh, luxury truck. But uh, for Jeep to go ahead and do that, that's impressive. Um, and, I, you know, the, yeah. I, like, I, I like the Grand Wagoneer and I hate the Grand Wagoneer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, the Macintosh sound system, the, the materials, the fact that it's like this like American return to luxury, other yeah. than Cadillac. It's like a true like American luxury car. And the I Macintosh heard like sound system's great. It's really, really good. Yes, it's I really think, good. I don't think they can mess anything up, honestly. The uh, um because I'm the big into the, I'm big into the sound systems, and so yeah. Oh yeah. Macintosh system's great, but it, so in my personal opinion, like my top like five. Number one, it's the mid-level Meridian 3D surround sound system in the new Range Rover. I heard that okay. a couple weeks ago when I saw the new one. And, and that one was just the, it wasn't the Meridian signature that's like the 1600-watt, 30-speaker. This was 19-speaker, yeah, yeah. 800-watt, 3D surround sound. It was better than the old Meridian signature. I'm a huge fan of the stuff Meridian does. Really? Um, so, And then the next best one, you know, you're not going to agree with me, but I don't know. Maybe the Volvo S60, Bowers and Wilkins. I yeah, know you don't like Volvo, but yeah, that Volvo, is a really uh, good sound system. I agree. Yeah, Volvo's dog shit, but that system is pretty, uh, it's pretty significant. I mean, it's, it's Bowers and Wilkins. Like that. Yeah. Again, Bowers and Wilkins and like Harman Kardon and Name and Lexicon, like these, they, they can't mess anything up. Right. They can't, like, they can't do anything bad. Um, right. Another really good system that I grew up with in a couple cars was um, the system in any Lexus LS. So they, they use Mark Levinson and then mm-hmm. they have a base system that's unbranded, but I believe the Mark Levinson still makes that system, but it's less speakers and less wattage and that kind of stuff, less channels. Um, but I had a uh, pretty much base one of the best cars I've ever owned. Shouldn't have sold it. Uh, but that sound system was flawless. 
like yeah. the base, the highs, the mids, the lows, the power, the clarity. And it was a 180,000 mile 2003 Lexus that I got from seven grand. Like the thing was, it was better than most modern audio systems. Yeah. So that was Mark Levinson is on my list. That was number five, actually. So my fifth best was was in the the IS, the Mark Levinson. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Number three is the Bang & Olufsen. You can get in basically any new Audi, the high-end Bang & Olufsen. Um, And then number four is the uh, Revel system in the Lincoln Aviator. That was really good. Really? Yeah. I mean, so I mean, it was so good. And we're actually, uh, we're in the early stages of renovating our basement and we're redoing our media room and we're having Revel speakers put in our house. Oh yeah. Cause that's, that was, those were the options. So um, yeah, let's move on quickly. I know you're kind of short on time. Let's quickly we're talk about, about going to the, uh, we're about to go to the iPod and I got a friend on the way to my house. So okay. check yeah. these cards out. So let's do uh, so f- new Ferrari SUV, the Puro. P- you say it, I can't say it. Yeah. <laughs> the Puro Sangue. Puro Sangue, confirmed yeah, yeah. for production uh, this year. Um, mm-hmm. you know that is a uh, you know I have a friend, uh, one of my previous guests. She works for Ferrari. She literally had no information on this. Like I mean, she said, really? "Yeah, it's coming," but they haven't told us anything. Um, yeah. but that. Come on, that looks like a long wheelbase, slightly more ground clearance FF or GTC4 Luso. Yeah, the, the renders I've seen have kind of like based it off of like a, a GT, like an FF GTC4 Luso. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. The whole, so Ferrari has to do this, right? Because at this point, they've been the last holdout. Everybody has made an SUV. Lamborghini has an SUV. Everybody has an SUV. Well, when I say SUV, I mean crossover. Yeah. But everybody has one. And now there's this massive market form. And their clients have finally started demanding, you know, an SUV for a few years. And now they're doing it. Uh, the issue is, I don't like, I don't like crossovers. Like I kind of get the appeal, but like mm-hmm. a sedan is usually better. Yeah. Yeah. And if you all right, all right, get a luxury SUV, like a body on frame, body tank of an SUV. But like anything that's jacked up, ride height and size and weight wise, but then is sold with the intention of being performance oriented is going to be compromised. I agree. Right. Um, I will. Say, I think Porsche. Porsche does a good job with the Macan and the Cayenne. Yeah, yeah. And I will say also the Jaguar F Pace, really good. The F-Pace SBR, I would love. Uh, Macan GTS, I've driven plenty of times. Probably the second best driving crossover SUV I've driven was Macan GTS. The best driving one is Alfa Romeo uh, Stovio Quadrifoglio. That felt like a slightly higher like sports sedan. No body roll, immediate responses, like masked weight very well. Like they're impressive. Yeah. But instead of the Stovio, why just get the Julia portfolio for right. looks alone. Yeah. You know, not to mention weight. So I don't know. I uh I see there's a mark for it, but I'll never uh I don't know. I can never I can never spend money on a performance cross. Right. Neither neither could I could do like a mid-level like an F Pace S or an X3 M40i or something like that, but nothing mm-hmm. more than that. 
So let's do this. Uh, we'll do two more. Let's talk about Aston Martin V12 and then the new mail truck. Mm-hmm. So Aston Martin is committing to the V12 engine through at least 2026. And thank God, because Tobias Moores is the CEO of Aston Martin. He used mm-hmm. to be Mercedes AMG. Okay. And uh, he, I don't know if you know much about him, but he's, he's basically a German redneck. He wanted to V8. He, really? He's responsible for stuff like the CLK Black Series, the SLS Black Series. Basically, everything AMG from like 2010 or 2000. Well, he used to be an He was like head of engineering, and then he became the CEO. But hmm. from, from what I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but the reason he left is because corporate at Daimler, which, which is now officially called Mercedes-Benz, Daimler doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. Right, I see that, yeah. Um, they basically kind of forced him that the new stuff, the new C63, it's going to be a plug-in hybrid four-cylinder, and there's nothing he could do about it. And I think that kind of, kind of pissed him off, and so he went to Aston Martin, um, <laughs> which I agree with that. Plugs are for butts, not AMGs. Yeah, <laughs> right. We That's not, you know, I don't, I don't, you're dropping, you're going from a four-liter twin-turbo V8 that's amazing to a four cylinder, two liter plug-in hybrid, fuck that. Yeah, sure, it'll be faster, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to be the same. Right. Aston Martin's committing to the V12 for as long as they can. We're going to be getting the new V12 Vantage very soon. Although they're not doing a DBX with the V12, and they also said that, uh, um, I don't think it was in this report, but there was maybe another report saying that once the DBX is done, Aston Martin's not going to make another SUV. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll see, because I heard that the DBX is like the highest selling model of all time. Like 60% of the sales last year were DBX. Have you like ever seen a so DBX? Uh, not really. I looked in my rearview mirror and saw one pass the street behind me real quick. I got a glimpse of it, but I haven't like, no, like spent time looking at it. I have never seen one in person. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I haven't actually had time to study one, so... But it's it's interesting, the DBX, it looks cool. I've heard they drive well. And they just came out that, like, 700-horsepower DBX. No, seven, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he he's a, yeah, he, he's a good guy. I'm glad that he's now in charge of Aston Martin. Um, I'm a little pissed off that he canceled the manual transmission. Yeah. But that's kind of also their fault to begin with. They did not market that at all but you could get a six it was a seven speed manual on the vantage they they just didn't do anything about it um so let's move on to the last thing this the new mail truck which is being developed by i think oshkosh yeah it's uh first of all it's ugly as fuck it looks like a platypus oh it does it's uh, so bad i mean practicality usability makes sense obviously but jesus Christ, did you like any other option really? Like, oh God. I mean, it's ought to be EVs because they're getting what 8.6 MPG, I want to say. So not like the EPAs. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 they're all about they want this to be super like fuel efficient and clean and all of that. And it gets 8.6 miles per gallon in the old Grumman LLV, which has been in service for over like 35 years. Yeah. Now I wasn't like that. Those cars. There's no, there's no, there's heating, there's no air conditioning. Yeah, but you get 8.6 miles per gallon with air conditioning on. Yeah, sweat. If you don't use the air conditioning, I think it was something like 
was it like 12? I think. Horrible. My 98 Land Cruiser gets in the meat, so that's unacceptable. It's a brand new government vehicle. Yeah. I mean, what kind of, I don't even know what kind of engine is going to be in this. It's probably going to be some crate engine from GM, you know, something or like that. Or engine or some shit. That's Could horrible. be. And then they are doing some of them will be EVs. Some okay. will be EVs, but not many. And like <laughs> it's just another just an embarrassment of, of this country. You know, it's it, it doesn't like matter. You're all in the contract with it, and then you find out after you assign the contract that's the MPG. And now you want to go back and try to make all of them EVs and invest like another $10 billion for I, you conversion like what you, you didn't catch that like three years ago when you started this contract like come on like yeah and it doesn't matter who is in office what political side of the spectrum no. you're on no the government's pretty much always been useless in a yeah, lot a lot of factors not everything yeah. but oh i mean it's just like it, did stevie wonder design this thing like oh he could have done better actually that's <laughs> Like this thing is the it, it is so bad. Like it 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 looks it, to to be it kind of looks like it's Chinese. It does. Well, you know, it makes, it makes um Planet Aztec look like a modern art piece. Like this thing yeah. is so hideous. Yeah, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but the BMW XM concept looks better than this thing. <laughs> it yeah, it looks way better than this. At least that looks futuristic. This looks like it doesn't like if it's gonna look dumb or weird, at least look futuristic. Like, it's too like, tall. Cyber truck is like it looked dumb and weird, but like the cyber truck looks futuristic. This it, just looks dumb and weird and outdated and dilapidated and shitty. That's uh, uh I mean those windshields are gonna crack like nothing else. Oh no yeah, upright. Yeah. They're gonna just yeah. bugs are gonna splatter on it, like <laughs> like that. You know, talk about cars having the aerodynamics of a brick. That's it right that, there. That that's it. That is it. Center block. It is a yeah. Good God. Well, yeah. So that's kind of just that. Yeah, that's it. So Brandon, why don't you uh, tell us uh, where everyone can find you? Where you can find your podcast, Instagram, if anyone wants to follow you there. Um, yeah. So Instagram is a, the number four and then idiots pod, all one word. Um, we post uh, the funny content on Instagram is on our story um, and like a little, little memory circle things. And then every Friday we make a post about the, the current episode. Um, mm. And then the other two hosts you can find, excuse me, under uh, at Cooking with Wild, all in word, W-I-L-E. And then the other one is WizzleMain400. So that's W-I-Z-Z-L-E-M-A-N 400. Um, and there's a, the other two hosts, uh, Chris Weil and Josh White. Um, yeah, new episode comes out, comes out every Friday. We're on everything. I can remember what everything we're on, but I know it's like Apple Music and the, uh, Amazon Podcasts and, of course, Spotify. It's like Weezer, there's Pod Chasers, Pod FM. It's like just everything. I didn't set that shit up. My buddy that does the audio, Ben, he's an IT. He's so got all the website done. He got the all the you know streaming services linked up all that shit so um but yeah uh every friday and i'm gonna have you on soon hopefully um we're gonna record tonight but we might postpone tomorrow or tuesday just because we're about to go to 
like I told you before we started recording, I spotted puppy yesterday. So we're gonna come back and spend some time with him. Um, so but yeah, either if not uh, Monday, it'll be Tuesday. Worst case, next Sunday, have you out and um, do this in person. And yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I already, I already, like I already sent you what I want to talk about. That was a, I didn't want yeah, it to yeah, be yeah. about cars, good, yeah, but that uh, that little story was just like it's it's kind of perfect. That, that is perfect. No, we uh, we do um we do uh, like car later articles on occasion mm-hmm. done two episodes called freestyle episodes every mm-hmm. once in a while just top of your head what happened someone talk about well let's let, you know let's freestyle that uh we've done two automotive freestyles so we just get on there instead of like me introducing the four to six seven stories we're going to go over it's like hey it's a freestyle episode uh we're we just gonna let it fly yeah, yeah we just talk it's like locker room conversation about yeah. roasting cars and companies and car owners and auto industry in general so um yeah we do we do stand that on occasion but uh yeah for any viewers of yours who are going to tune in when you are on just at all be prepared for a lot more immature uh 10 year old sense of humor yeah. ridiculous uh, idiocracy so there's a reason why it's yeah, called thank you for having me podcast. Oh, oh very aptly named very yeah. aptly named that's for sure yeah. um yeah i'll be back on yeah of course brandon thank you so much for coming on and i will um i uh, like i said i'll be on your podcast sometime in the near future and uh Thanks, like i said be sure to you know hit up the it the idiots podcast everywhere you get podcasts in the four idiots pod on instagram for sure, for sure. all right cheers brandon thank you so much for coming on take care thank you